0: Welcome, Mice Experts, to the podcast Mice Talks. My name is Teresa Broccoli. I'm your host and also a Mice Expert. I'm really very happy that you are here and you're listening to this first episode. There will be a new one every Friday with news, tips, trends, and of course with guests. I will invite Got experts in the mice industry to come and share their experiences with you there will be event planners sales experts event designers digital experts and so much more i'll bring to you exactly what you need to be inspired and take action in your business either you work for a hotel chain an event agency, a television venue and so on. I deeply believe that our niche of business is very, very specialized and we need to learn so many different subjects that we must always keep ourselves informed and ahead of our clients. Your success depends on being the creative solution to your client and bring to the table on each meeting the solution that he or she needs. This podcast will be transmitted one week in English and another week in Spanish. I hope you enjoy it and let's start today's episode. Good morning, voice experts. Here we are with our third episode of the My Talks. Today, I bring to you something that we are used to do, but with the current times, we need to change it, evaluate it, and redo it again. So I'm talking about customer journey. Customer journey is an exercise that you can do analyzing your sales performance, analyze also during an event. What is the journey of the participant of the event or what you want the participant to enter the event and how you want the participant to get out of the event, what is the knowledge, what is the experience that the participant will have after the event. So a customer journey or event participant journey. Is something that has to be done during the company life because the times change and we are now seeing that. So, the customer journey we had two years ago definitely, on the sales point of view, is not what we are doing today. So, we should always redo our customer journey according to economical situations, moments in which our sector goes up or goes down, and how can we somehow keep the customer journey and the customer experience as the best as we can? Let's start from the beginning. The problem is that we usually think about how great our product is. We invest in our product. We redesign it. Our speech is always about it. In fact, instead of this, we should do a deep research. We don't listen and we don't know our customer. This with some exceptions, of course, there are people that are doing it very well. But let's say that usually this is one of our problems is that we are so focused on having the best product in the market. That we don't do market research and that we think that we are the solution for every single customer and we are not. So we need to somehow change and do a user centered thinking. Meaning that working with our clients or users is the best way to achieve and Excellent customer journey and customer experience. What do we need to do? Get out of our comfort zone. I don't say to forget everything that we learned in the past or how we worked in the past, but we must get out of our comfort zone. Okay. The way we used to work or we used to do things is changing by the minutes, by the hour, by the day. So. We need to get out of our comfort zone and start to do research. Okay, let's research the client, the person, the client company, their products, their problems, the past events and his needs or their needs. Why? Because if you know your client, if you know his company, the events they do, The destinations they go, you can have the beginning of a sales conversation. For your research, LinkedIn is one of the best platforms to use. And if you have Sales Navigator, even more. Google is also another tool that you must use. With this information, you are ready for a cold call or a meeting. Please listen to the client, ask questions, and please don't just present your product, ask questions about the company, the products, the top 10 destinations they are going or went, what are they looking for? Ask the right questions to define if you are their solution. And the most important also is that you pretend to be your client. Put yourself in your client's shoes and think from their perspective. The right questions will be for who are they organizing the event? Their potential clients, team workers, what is The goal or the objective of the event, is it the product launch, a board meeting, a sales meeting? If it is a B2B customer, ask who is the final client? This is very important so that you can design a proposal to that client. If it is a car industry, a cosmetic brand. Pharma company, digital company, your proposal will be done according to their profile. So you will work having in mind the final client and the industry. Now ask yourself, are you the solution for the client? Don't pretend to be the solution for every single client because you will not be. So try to work in a way that you're targeting exactly who is your client. I give you an example. You are a boutique design, and small hotels, so you're not targeting the events. Instead, your target are clients that organize, frame, small education events, small product launches, or meetings. So that is your target client. So when I say that you're not the solution for all the clients, no, you're not. If you are a huge, big hotel or a big venue, then go to the PCOs, Go to Fargo that organize big conferences and big events and will be your perfect fit. Know who is your ideal client so you don't lose time. Now, who is the client today? Who is the MICE client today? The MICE client has changed enormously. We have a generation, the millennials that are rising to leadership positions and they are totally digital. They are at to social media. They expect experience and innovation from each product, and they demand customization. New values such as sustainability or social commitment are very important for them. They seek originality, innovation, and the wow effect. And now they look for trust and security. So these are their values, their demands, their need. They are think that today the digital natives are fifty-nine percent of the population. Millennials are raising to leadership positions, the Z generation is arriving, and they love social media. So we as event planners, as venues, hotels, etc., we must be there. We must be present. They do make immediate decisions. They like it or they hate it. They don't lose time in, in looking at thousands of options. They like it or not. Regards to event, prefer face-to-face. The Z generation, they go to the online and face-to-face. Now, we know that the times that we are living today are not for face-to-face, but we need to think that face-to-face will come back. Maybe we'll stay with hybrid events, but we need uh, to think that for them, it's important the social part the enjoyment, and also the contribution to the planet or to the local community and the mobility. These are, these are elements that are important for them. So this is our client, either it is a B2B or it is a B2C client. We need to think that all of us, travel agencies, event management agencies, marketing and publicity, DMCs, corporate, we are not anymore a B2B or a B2C. We are h to H, human to human. And this is the most important thing when you design your customer journey. You design it for, you're designing it for another human like you. And that is the most important thing on your customer journey. Now. How to create the customer journey? As I told you, customer journey can be designed for uh, a sales team and how they work. It can also be designed for an event. So the sample that I have here is really a sample of a customer journey for a sales team and how to act and how to deliver it in an event agency or a hotel venue, etc. So when I talked about several steps at the beginning, one of the things that is very important is social media. When you think about research, you go, one of the most powerful tools today is LinkedIn. And because the most part of the most part, billions of uh, decision makers are there. Companies are there and you need to be there and you need to do your research there of course that we also have facebook google instagram twitter in w- in which you can do your research not only do the research not only of the company that you are building a proposal but do the research about the person that you're gonna meet or the team that you're gonna meet this is very important because at the end Yes, you're going to work uh, to a company and you need to know the company, need to know if they did something new in the past, if, especially if it is a cold call. If in the recent past, they did something new, they opened a new office, they have a new product, but also uh, try to know your human on the other side, the person on the other side. Now for the contact. If it is a, a cold call, as we call it, or a first call, either it is by WhatsApp, Teams, Google Meet, Zoom, whatever. Try to first, don't present your product. Try to ask questions. Try to understand the needs of the client. And if you have a, a trigger event, what we call a trigger event, and I learned this with Chris Payne, with Moma I did that, uh, a book, a sales boot camp, for instance, that they launch a new product. Imagine a shampoo. And you just bring that to the conversation and you ask, are you going to do a product launch? Are you going to organize formation or education or workshops for those new products? So this is the way to get into the client's world and to understand what they might be looking for. Third point, the needs of the client. So when you understand what the client might need, are you the solution for the client or you are not If you weren't the solution for the client, just present yourself and say, okay, it's great to have a talk with you. But in fact, I'm not the solution because I'm a small hotel or because I have a small venue or because I don't have what is required. Just understand the needs, ask the questions and move on. Okay. The client, if you have established with the client somehow a human connection, the next time the client will have something at your measure, they will think about you. Why? Because you said, no, I'm not your solution. I'm very happy to have known you. And to have had this conversation, but I'm not your solution. So when you have something that fits my product, I'll be happy to work with you. Okay. Now let's go to the proposal. You were the solution and you have to build a proposal. Think that the client, usually they ask three or four partners for a proposal. So when you build a proposal, besides what you have to include in that proposal, that is a huge long story that I I will bring to another podcast. Because a proposal is not just something you present like that. It has to be unique. And today it has to be also virtual. So you need to use all the tools that you have. Videos You can include a platform or an app called Loom in which you can include videos of yourself or even just do a video of yourself, put it in YouTube and share it on your proposal. Because if if you catch on the first pages of your proposal, if you catch the eye of the client with something unique, they will read your proposal till the end. And of course, don't forget that your proposal needs to be complete, detailed, and I usually used to say to my teams that if a client doesn't have questions after they received your proposal, it's because your proposal is complete and it's very good. Proposal and budget. Of course, both things because they are sent at the same time. When the client, okay, they like your proposal and they tell you, okay, we are going to go on a satisfaction, or we need to see your space, or we need to find out more about your hotel, depending who you are. You have two options today in the world. You have the virtual satisfaction, that is something that we must have there are so many apps platforms as you wish that can supply you the tools for this you have an in-person satisfaction and don't forget that a satisfaction is a unique moment for you to shine and to shine your product and to show how you are the perfect solution for your client and for his event or her event. So a satisfaction is not just showing rooms and their it or showing a, an empty space. A satisfaction is a unique moment in which you can shine. So in another podcast I will talk about site inspections because I've done so many site inspections with clients or as a client so, I know the pros and the cons about satisfactions and I really have some advices about how to do it. Okay, you did the satisfaction, either it was a virtual satisfaction or a person satisfaction, and the event is confirmed. You are a salesperson, or maybe, as in my case, I'm a sales and I'm an uh, event planner. So, I used to handle the events from the sales side until the end of the event. So I was lucky to know all the sides of the event management, but maybe you're not, maybe you're just uh, sales. So the client confirms and asks questions and who is going to handle it? So are you going to just drop the client to a colleague that will be, let's say, the event manager? This is a lot of people do this. A lot of companies do this. I personally don't. Maybe because I was used to doing both. So I really think that the person that sells the the product, it sells the event, it sells the hotel, should stay in contact with the client during all his journey with you. The event is confirmed. You will present the team that will. The handling on the ground the event, but you are always there, always. It's you that sends the proposal, even if someone else has done the proposal and it will be you that will send the contract. The contract today must be transparent. The contract must be something that the client feels that you are flexible that you are transparent, there are no tricks in, in between and today because of COVID, there are, let's say cancellation and policy or postponing policy that you are flexible enough to give, okay? Then uh, when the event is going to happen, who will handle it? That is another question and here again the salesperson should be present. If you're not, because you're sales, if you are only sales, you don't have to be there, but you have to show your face. If there's something that is going wrong, that if there is something that is uh, a problem, it's you, you solve it. It's your responsibility. You have to sort it out. Okay. After the event. Okay, after the event, usually the the client is tired and so give it a week, 10 days, the most, and ask for a post-event meeting. Okay, don't be afraid because the event evaluation is good. Feedback is good, even if it is bad or if it is good. Okay, (laughs) event evaluation. It's a must so that you go back to your team and say what you did and what you did wrong and how you have to change it or do it next time. Okay. Okay. You have your evaluation of your event. Maybe the client has the evaluation of the participants of the event. And you would like to have that too, because for you, if you created also the content, that will be very important for you. And then you just don't drop the client. You just continue to reach out to the client. Let's track the client actions, what they are doing, what they are not doing. So that you create engagement with that client. Client that trusts you and your team is a faithful client. And this is what we all need. And this is what we all desire. So after I've talked about customer journey in event management, just take action. Okay. You have to make things happen. Design your persona or your ideal customer. Analyze each step of the process. How are you doing it and how you should be doing it. And then by the end, implement the changes. It might be difficult you might find people that will be against it, but try to to somehow defend your point of view because it will generate customer experience, okay? We should always, when we work with this and when we try to make changes, keep our clients in mind. And that's how you can convince your team or your company to implement these changes. Only then... You can create truly innovative solutions. So go for it. The benefits of all this, okay, that I'm talking about, customer journey, changes, etc. this will increase the client's fidelity. It will increase your sales. It will increase customer experience. It will, at the bottom line, maximizes engagement with your brand. Try to make it better. Okay. And to make it better, you need to focus on the client's problems. You need to be open-minded. You need to be flexible. You need to be the right solution. Just become a partner for his business. So this is... In a short time, less than 30 minutes, a customer journey. And this is the customer journey in general, made for a, a salesperson person and all the steps. Of course that each step should, and we can develop it because we need to analyze it. And I'll do it in my next podcasts. I will just about a good satisfaction, how it should be done or a proposal, how or what you should include in a proposal, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But this is a customer journey in general. You can design it for your company, for your sales team, you can design it for your operations team, you can design it for the event participants, how they go in the event and what you want to acquire from your participants after the event brand awareness buying more products know how to drive a car that is new in the market so there are so many things about our industry and our sector and that's why we love it we nice experts we love what we do and uh, we love or at least i do i love the difference that every event brings, that every step of the sales and organization and management, etc., brings, because every client is different. Every client needs something different and you need to learn, you need to be open-minded, you need to be aware of the world around you so you can deliver a good solution to your clients okay i let you go and i hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll talk next uh week we'll have a spanish podcast take good care my friends and uh, stay safe bye